Since the dawn of time, man has reached to obtain that which seemingly lies just beyond his grasp. Reason, enlightenment, understanding. It is said that the game of basketball can provide this fulfillment, but only to those who devote themselves to its principles, to a higher purpose, to end smart basketball. So a lot's happened over the last week of, of, of basketball and, and other things, and uh, I've got a whole variety of, of items to, to cover here. Looking forward to it. Uh, can, we the... just, can we just Whoa. stop for a second? I'd like to, I'd yeah. like to point out to our listeners that Ed Ronsman is shirtless, wearing uh, wear, wearing sunglasses that I think can only be described as uh, Florida, and uh, he it the sunglasses also appear to have a uh, like a, a neckband. Is that no? Those are your headphones. I apologize. No, it's okay. my headphones. Yeah, I wish they were attached. That would have been better. Guys, I just want to be comfortable, right? <laughs> Are the uh, yeah, is, is is the glare from your monitor just just too much? Is that what you're what you're doing there? I, I'm feeling like in the zone, and these glasses help me feel a little more comfortable, and I'm ready to pod because okay. I've been off for you're a little zone. bit. Yeah, how long has it been? Has it been three weeks? I think so. I think so. It's been more than a fortnight. More than a fortnight. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to make sure you're. Uh, your pay has been sufficiently docked for that, but yeah, um, Ed's topless. Bob, uh, Bob's. I'm wearing the shirt Toronto. that I usually wear. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> this, it, it, it's kind of actually kind of weird that it is the same shirt you always wear. Do you <laughs> do you wear other shirts? He hasn't washed it since he started <laughs> podcasting. Uh, I usually wear the same like two or three long sleeve shirts at night throughout the week. And it just so happens that uh, we typically pod when I'm wearing this one. Are you wearing a t-shirt so. underneath the long sleeve shirt? Absolutely. Always. I can't remember. Have we had the, have we have we migrated this discussion onto the podcast about whether <laughs> whether we're shirts underneath shirts? Has that happened? I don't think that's made it onto the pod. Let's do it. Let's yeah, do it. I, Let's talk. I have a. We need to keep like a, I guess a, like a show log so I can refer back to you know, <laughs> topics that we've covered so we're not repeating ourselves, but. Uh, I'm 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 not, I'm definitely not a, a, a t-shirt under the shirt guy, whereas I believe you two are, and um, I I just don't quite understand it. It's more of a comfort thing to me, as well as sweat. I don't like to sweat, and the the additional shirt is almost guaranteed to make me sweat more. Huh. Well, I think in so for me, it's uh, it's a little bit of comfort and it's a little bit of uh, sweat protection, because if I sweat and I ha- and I don't have an undershirt on. It's definitely sweating through the shirt, whereas if I do sweat with an undershirt on, that undershirt soaks up whatever's going on there. I'm, I'm going to say that for me, the undershirt's a little bit comfort-wise, but for the most part, um, I don't think that I have like the best body shape to just be wearing a, a, like a dress shirt over <laughs> without having an undershirt. The undershirt kind of helps a little bit. I think so it's like a bra. It is a little bit like a bra. Yeah, it provides a little bit okay. of like... Um, shaping that, that is more pleasing to me. <laughs> no, that's sensible. I actually think that makes sense. I, I hadn't I hadn't considered that, so that that's reasonable. I don't think I I'm, not, I'm still not sure about Bob though. He, you, if you're wearing it to protect against sweat, wouldn't you? Wasn't it reasonable to think that that the the, the additional layer is uh, you know, causing that sweat? I mean, it's 
I, I mean, I've heard that argument advanced by people I otherwise respect, but it, it, it doesn't make sense to me because it's not like I'm wearing an undershirt made of like, uh, like outdoor gear that's supposed to keep me really warm. It's, a, it's an all-cotton undershirt, and uh, it, it's cool. Okay, I don't know. I feel like it's, okay, a, it's so, an extra barrier to prevent, like if you are sweating, that maybe you're sweating just enough to get the undershirt, but it doesn't get all the way to your dress shirt that you're wearing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I mean, I, I guess for some people who are who are sweatier than I am, it just makes them too hot, and it it, it exacerbates the problem. But okay, no, me. that's fine. That that's reasonable. I think I think I can I can allow this. I, if, to me, it just sort of didn't quite jive, but yeah. I, I think I can. Here's a discussion that we had though, is that um, I really, I'm aware that wearing a white undershirt underneath a dress shirt is a no-go. And I've been looking to, to change that. And I've read about, <laughs> um, you know, like the either not wearing one or wearing like a V-cut one, or yeah. or if I'm gonna wear one, um, have like a skin tone type shirt so that when I'm wearing a white dress shirt that you're not seeing the, the clear line on the elbow there. Mm. But mm-hmm. I looked on the good side of Amazon, and uh, I think they're like $25 a shirt for an undershirt. It just seems way too <laughs> ridiculous. For well, you just buy one and just wear the same one over and over, like, like Bob. That is, <laughs> like Bob, right? <laughs> um, my cousin Chris, I think I've mentioned this, his, his go-to move, which I think you can do in Wisconsin more, is he just has like three long sleeve white shirts. That like T-shirts that he wears underneath his dress shirt, and that would just be murder for you, Zach. I think. I couldn't do that. Yeah. No. Yeah. When I think of skin tone tone uh, attire, I I, I sort of uh, it it reminds me of, of of watching figure skating and and, and whether you know the men and the women both I think wear yeah the the skin tone right. sort of. I'm not sure what to call it. I guess it's just spandex, you know, sort of spandex. Yeah, but like it's. Yeah, whatever it is. I mean, is that what we're talking about here? Is it like skin tight? No, it's just like a t-shirt. And they do it like in light gray okay. or like a like a beige color, I guess, depending on, you know, your your ethnicity. And this is because, Ed, you're worried about the, the, ar- the line on your arm? Yeah, like if you're wearing without your jacket on and you're wearing your long sleeve shirt, you can clearly see it on like a white shirt. Yeah. I guess I don't. I rarely wear a light-toned shirt on top. I guess. Okay. I, I think I typically wear darker shirts, so it's not a not a concern for me. But I could see that. I could see that. <laughs> so I mean, I, this is a uh, yeah. We've, we've we've really dragged this one on for Zach, longer than I thought. Zach Zach looks like just so I can describe it. Zach looked like he was like in line, like next up to get a root canal. Yeah. <laughs> get me get me out of that so what's the yeah zach you don't even need to wear dress shirts to work i, I don't but i do yeah I'm, I'm i'm you know there are people who who wear shorts and t-shirts year, year round yeah including one of those one of those guys is in our horse pool he he wears shorts oh. and, and, a, and a shirt actually actually he wears nice. a collared shirt but he wears shorts every every day for some reason i guess for comfort that's what he likes to wear i would have to think um, you're in a better climb for it too right you're in a you're in that in in Denver, there even yeah, when you sweat, than, like yeah, yeah. But but the sh- you, so okay. I thought you were gonna you know, comment about the shorts, but you went, we went back to the sweat. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
exactly where Zach does not want to go. He's done. You know, if we're gonna if we're gonna talk about T-shirts, I'm I'm gonna I have this in my notes here as as an idea that I had uh, as I was watching a game this past week. You know how they how they shoot out. uh, Not not every uh, you know team does this, and this either you know college or or probably mostly NBA. But I I know at least at Nuggets games they'll they'll shoot out uh, or throw T-shirts into the crowd for for three pointers. I'm wondering why when when someone makes three free throws for a for a foul three pointer, why there aren't similar you know excitement around that. So, <laughs> so you're saying three foul shots when you've been fouled on a three pointer and you make all three of them? Yeah, you get you got to make all three. You can't just make two or one. Sure. I mean, I feel like it it probably doesn't happen that often. So how do you know that it, it's not a thing? It yeah. happened in the game I was watching, and it was just a guy, a guy shooting free throws. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I thought to myself, man, that was exciting. He he made three free throws, which is kind of hard to do, right? Like, what are the odds of making three in a row? It's 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 a lot longer than you think. I think there should I think there should be some excitement, like if they're going to shoot T-shirts out into the stands. But I think really what is deserved is the guy that fouled the three-point shooter to get a T-shirt cannon like right into the gut. Like that should be the punishment for fouling a three-point shooter. That's a little like weird. Okay. Yeah. Like Homer Simpson taking the the cannonball. Uh, the cannonball. Right. <laughs> you, but you touched on something that I'd like to hijack this for just a second, which is why I think that players should get an assist if you if you would otherwise get an assist, like you pass off to a guy, he gets fouled on a dunk attempt, right? Oh yeah. And then he makes both free throws. That should be an assist. But only if he makes both free throws. Only if he makes both, I think. Yeah, I think. And I'd actually be okay with getting half assists if you make one out of the two. Yeah. Or two out of the three three three-pointers. I mean, I would – I like that concept, except I feel like he should get an assist regardless of if the free throws are made or not. Because otherwise you're really – you're really dependent on the skill of the guy – who got but, fouled. But you so. are already well, anyways I, when you make the pass and you think he's going to make a shot. But if we're going to go down the, the avenue of, of, of half assists, yeah. why not give one and a half assists for all three-point assists? Mm, now you're cooking with gas. That's a good idea. I like the idea of half assists. But, okay, I'm going to disagree. <laughs> because I'm just thinking about no. some of like the assists that you see on three-pointers where it's just basically like a quick little pick and roll and then Jokic, as much as I love the guy, just does like a little two-handed dump-off pass to a guy, like, on the wing there. Like, I'd rather give a, a, a one-and-a-half assist for, like, a high degree of difficulty alley-oop or something. Okay, so, so now you want to get into to, to judging assists. Right. I, I was going to say, this sounds like uh, we need, like, some Olympic judges, and assists are scored based on, like, degree of difficulty, technical skill. Isn't, There's a few factors now. Isn't there a little bit of subjectivity, though, for assist grading? Like, because Henry will be watching, and he knows that I look for assists, and he'll ask me, he said, Dad, was that an assist? And I said, I think so, but I don't know exactly what the rule is. Absolutely. It's it's completely up to the, the home team scorekeeper. Right. So I'm okay with not doing any of the half assists. I'm just more complaining about the free throw side. I'm surprised you didn't, you didn't know that, Ed, because, I mean, if you've uh, been playing uh, uh, Daily Fantasy NBA, I've, I've seen many... Uh, <laughs> A tweets about the the home team stat keeper, you know, uh, you know maybe maybe giving some bias to, to to some statistics like you know giving assists where they shouldn't have been or blocks that shouldn't have been blocks, 
that, you know, to the home team. That's interesting. I know I haven't seen that. Maybe you could send me a nice, well-written Roto Grinders article. Unfortunately, I've only seen tweets. Uh, it's mm-hmm. possible there is a uh, a Roto Grinders uh, column about that. But yeah, have we been tweeting you know, about it on the Smart to... Basketball account? Because we should. Sure, we should. Not Bob though. You yeah. can do it. <laughs> we still only have 22 followers, right? I think we got some tweet some tweet activity. I, I think somebody liked one of our tweets. Yeah, somebody did. Like a single somebody, like. That's the first. Hey, and, and who who authored that tweet? It, who authored that tweet? It wasn't me, was it? It was not you. Wow. Okay, yeah. So it must have been you, Bob. Can we? It was me. Can we start a Patreon for people to fund us to help them promote our tweets? Like I'm all about <laughs> like crowdsourcing this thing. <laughs> Which that's that's the best idea you've ever had, Ed. That's outstanding. It's gonna. I'm just gonna do this gonna pod say, every three I'm weeks. Try, I'm trying to go through our. I'm trying to go through our tweets to see how much I see. I have a tweet that had two likes, but it's from people that we know, so that doesn't count. Nope. Uh, where's the one that... Oh, here it is. No, that's also... <laughs> Which tweet was also, this, Tom? It was after you tweeted out the fact that we posted a new pod, but you did not include the link. Because oh, yeah. you said you know where to find it, and then I followed that up with, or maybe you don't, and included the link. And somebody liked that. Somebody out there in the in the Twittersphere liked that tweet. It was a retweet. Oh me. No, that like went away. Oh, no. <laughs> There's no 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 like uh, on that one anymore. That's are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. Are you, you yeah. kidding me? <laughs> the only likes that I'm seeing are from people that we know. Hoops, Hoops AF, at Hoops AF is a good one. I like that guy. Um, Man. Joel's you're, you're, obviously you're, a, wow. one of our producers. I like that he likes our... Yeah, um, seriously, they, they did remove it. Wow. Yeah. It's like a... The like, like push. That is perfect. Dan Schultz. Like, Dan, oh, my cousin Dan. must have been like... Okay, okay. Hoops so, is, another, again, this, not a... This was a mistake. We did yeah. not mean to like this bullshit. We we were talking today, or maybe it was yesterday, in our in our group chat about uh, the whole thing. Uh, and I think. Oh Bob, come on! We don't need to talk about this. We do though. I, want, <laughs> I, I think so. There's two things here. Is it you know was he you know was there a a, 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 a racist, racist component to it? Um, it's 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 kind of ironic that if if we can agree or not you know even disagree that whatever the uh, the guy uh, what's his name I'm not gonna name his name I'm Shane Shane something or other he, yeah uh, whatever he said could be racist could not be racist who knows but somebody took it as such and it's funny because he you know Shane uh, apparently had a uh, Twitter account full of of racist comments and. That has since been uh, Bob. Why is this not not worth talking about? I really want to know why you're so against talking about this now. I just think it's it's irrelevant in the grand scheme of things. I mean, I thought it was the only reason I brought it up was I thought it was funny because to me it seemed like a clearly uh, sexual joke joke in air quotes uh, for our listeners. Yeah, um, I just don't think so, it's clear clearly sexual. Sorry, I think it's got multiple. Multiple connotations. I mean, 
I, I mean, what I would say is that there's a 95% likelihood that it was sexual in nature. And I just feel like if you're going to make a racial comment, that's not the comment that you would make, right? I mean... Well, not only did he go did he go down that path, but he also uh, you know threatened the the, the person, the fan's uh, wife and mother, I think. Jesus, I didn't know that. Who did? Westbrook. Uh, oh, you guys didn't see that? Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Westbrook uh, followed up. I, I, I think I don't I don't want to speak to fact here, but I'm pretty sure he followed up the uh, the the angry uh, fan um, comment with the. Uh, I'm I'm gonna fuck up your mom and your wife or something like that. Is what he said. <laughs> oh man! You can easily I mean, find that on on Twitter pretty easily. But yeah, so I think I said this earlier, but basically, I feel like I feel like Westbrook. Ah, I can't even I can't even say this. It's not no. I'm not gonna say it. Well, I mean, I. So, so I, I'm the kind of guy when I get a, when I'm like playing a an athletic event, you know, a sporting event or whatever. If I'm all worked up, I. I I, 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 I could certainly see Russell, you know, the, the, the things that he said were things that I would say. Jesus, I didn't know that. And, right. <laughs> and I don't really, you know, when, I, when it gets down to it, I don't really want to fuck anyone's mother up or, or their wife. That's not what I, what I, and I probably wouldn't say that specifically, but I would say something along the lines of that would be pretty offensive. But I don't, I don't really mean it. Right. Well, I'm just saying, I feel like Westbrook is the type of guy, it's well-established, that he's very fiery and he overreacts to everything, and I just feel like yeah. he he once again overreacted to something here. And while you know, based on the guy's Twitter history, it seems like he was racist. I don't. I'm just saying. I don't think that was the undertone at the time. And uh, but it doesn't matter. I mean, this is why I didn't want to talk about it because okay. we weren't there. You know, I don't know what was exactly said. We're we're on like the fourth round of who did we hear this from in the telephone game. So, yeah. Ed is bored. So yeah, I. I thought Ed fell asleep for a second there. It's good to see that you woke up, Ed. No, it's did a good discussion. Any, I'm glad we're having did it. Did you have any input there? Um, I think my contribution was, I think Russ definitely <laughs> takes anything and uses it because he has an edge or uses it to his edge or whatever. Um, right. I think it's probably it was probably meant to be sexual, but I, I think my statement was I wouldn't blame Russ for taking it as a potential racial type of comment, I guess. It was close enough that you could reasonably interpret it as that if you were him. Yeah. 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 Did we even say what the comment yeah. was? I don't think we actually did. Did like did we? I don't think we said on the pod, here. yeah. I mean, I think it's far enough in, in the past where if you don't if you haven't heard it or know what we're talking about, you might as well just Turn off the podcast, I guess, because I don't. I don't even know what the, what the the comments but, were specifically, but it was. What he doesn't even know the story. Was, Zach, can I say? What, can I? Can I but, what is but, it? but lots of what you are by are the greatest example of. Um, you think that everybody would know about the story? What did I tell you when we had a pod and you couldn't believe me? Um, and I thought oh, there, was, there was a trade, right? A trade, like news. <laughs> Um, yeah, who was it that got traded? Oh, yeah, uh, Porzingis got traded, and it was like like weeks before. I, had, I hadn't heard that one. <laughs> hey, guys, ho- hold on here. Hold on. This is, Ed, I'm glad you brought this up because this is actually, the, okay, so the story I read earlier today 
the the fan supposedly was quoted according to what I read earlier today as the fan saying get down on your knees like you're used to which now the story I'm reading says Westbrook says the fan and his wife told him to get down on my knees like I used to mm-hmm. so from which is there's a big distinction there right because if it's yeah, I, if he says if he says you used to it's different from your used to because then it's okay this is a stupid conversation I told you why we should not pay it up <laughs> but there's a big there's a big distinction there I think I'm actually that, that actually makes it more more fuzzy for me I'm not really under, understanding why that's what the difference there is well, if you say if you say you used to, then it's like a historical like, and then it then it becomes more racial to me. If you're if you're saying like you're used to, that's sexual. Okay, so mind. what did the fan say? Can you just tell me what the well, that's what he just what said? I think he said. said that Russ heard it one way and and it was reported as being another another time, right? Correct. Yeah. Correct. Exactly. Okay. So 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 Westbrook. His interpretation of the of the event is different because there's someone that did actually re- record the guy's comments, right? The the fans comment. I don't know. Okay, moving on. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I know we try to like avoid references to other very popular podcasts that Zach and I listen to, especially. But really, that would have been a great time to play the music for the magical creative content. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe I don't. I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, because because that that's sort of that that on 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 that on that show that exists as a way to get away from controversial topics like politics and um, racist things. Yeah, it, it doesn't really. I don't think that would fit there because was that well maybe it was talking about racist stuff. Okay. Um, I feel like I feel like I need like an airing of grievances just for the last couple pods that I missed, and I'm gonna rapid fire them one. I think that Tony agreed with me on The Fugitive, so I think we're set on that. Um, he did not. Two, he did not agree with you. Two. Oh, two. Um, I think somebody made a comment of, I think it was within the last two pods, of like, Ed's not here, he's probably watching Shawshank on TV. That was me. That was dead on. I think I was, <laughs> or I definitely would be <laughs> if something else wasn't on TV that I was watching. <laughs> Excellent. Perfect. So that's all I have. Rapid fire of two things. Thank Rapid you. Fire. I was expecting at least five or six things. Yeah. Okay, right. just two. That's fine. Oh, that's good. Thanks, Ed. Yep. What, we did, had... you, did you catch Sean's, Sean's little thing on the, the golf pod last so, night? Uh, I did, and I'd like to kind of repeat probably the funniest part. So Sean, um, Sean has an opinion on our most recent past president. Um, I think I think we share a different one, and that's all I'll say on that. Um, I think I was putting Sean on a little bit, and I think I, I think I got him legitimately upset enough that he told me to eat a dick. Um, I then told him it was my birthday, and then he said I'm sorry. Um, and then on the pod, he apologized and said it's never a good thing to say, especially on somebody's birthday. But then, like a minute later, he said, "But really, Ed, you should um, when it's not your birthday, you should eat a whole bag of dicks." And so. <laughs> I thought I thought he said it was offensive anyway, so then he really just upped the ante on it, but um, I'm ultimately okay with it. 
So, uh, so where are we on this whole college admission uh, thing? The whole scandal. Like, what's what's everyone's uh, temperature on that? I, I, I'm. Let's start with you, Ed. I want to hear your because uh, you're you're a college graduate, right? We all are. But what? <laughs> um, you're a uh, you're a Saint Norbert's. Uh, Saint Norbert you're, College. You're obviously, yeah, the Green Knights of yeah. Depeer, Wisconsin. Um, Did you require any sort of special um, accommodations to to get into that school? No. If anything, um, I actually. I think I've shared this with you guys that um, St. Norbert, even at the time, was expensive. It's much more now. And my dad suggested that I write a letter to the St. Norbert Abbey, which is the uh, where the seminarians go across the river. And they actually gave me money to help attend there, um, which was very nice of them. And they just wrote a check every year. But so, no, I didn't have to pretend anything. In fact, I received some charity from the, what did, from the Norbertines. What did, what did you have to do to get that money, Ed? I wrote them a letter. And what else? Nothing else. How dare you? Okay, yeah. Oh, uh, sure, sure. So you're you're um, <laughs> yeah. Your I can see on, you right now. <laughs> your participation on the track team was was legitimate. Then they didn't. My participation, yes, I was not paid. Um, I was the. <laughs> winner of the Green Knight Award for the best leadership my senior year because um, I was not nearly good enough to win like most valuable runner or athlete um, and was usually seen cheering on people running from event to event because I wasn't good enough to be in a bunch of them at the conference meet. What does it take to become to earn the title of most valuable runner for a team? Isn't it pretty obvious who the most usually it's it is. the guy who runs the fastest time? Yeah, like my my roommate Colin won the national championship. That was pretty easy. In the in the eight hundred, yeah. Jesus, I didn't know that. So so okay, back to the back to the scandal thing. Where do we stand on that? Like, does this uh, interest okay. you guys? Do you even care? I I mean, I haven't read enough about it. But what the only thing that really struck me was. Like, did they really run, like, across the lawn to, what are named Felicity Huffman with guns drawn when they detained her? I love that. <laughs> so that's that's the first thing. The other thing is, like, okay, so she paid, like, 15 grand, I think, to help, like, boost her kids' SAT scores or something. But right. the one from Full House, like, she paid 500 grand in bribes just to say that <laughs> her kid was recruited for USC for athletics just to get him into USC. Like, that is a lot of money. Yes, it is. Yes. That's what really struck me was how much, like, is it really that important to get in USC? I didn't really realize that. And her bond, I, I love how her bond was set for $1 million. Like, is she really, I don't know. I mean, is that necessary? Well, the know. interesting Maybe part to is. me in that, yeah, we're talking the bond thing is, uh, one. I can't remember which which uh, husband is, is who, but William, William H. Macy, you guys know who he is, yeah. right? Yeah, He's the oh, actor yeah. And, he, uh, you know, he's married to one of these these gals, and he was not named in the uh, right the investigation. So, so is was she acting alone? Like, did he not know about this? Uh, maybe she was the deemed to be the more. Maybe it was her name on things, and even if they acted as a couple, I feel like yeah, I feel like if the if the mom is into it, and that means the either the husband didn't know about it, or he's complicit and right is an accessory. Maybe he was just smart and had her at least put her name on it. Instead of him, because I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure if she murdered somebody and he knew about it and didn't say anything, he would be accused of a crime as well. So I guess I'm not sure why where where the line sure. is on, on accessories. Right. 
maybe they need more evidence to before they bring anything against him. Um, I get, my question is, and I think this is kind of what Sean and I talked about a little bit yesterday. Like, what, what, why didn't these people just do it the old-fashioned way, where you find someone, someone's palm to grease in the admissions department? Like, why did? I feel like they only got caught because of the fact that they were like using athletics as like a way to get in, right? I mean, it's just it's so confusing why they they went about it this way. Yeah, I mean, maybe it sounds like there's at least some people that aren't totally corrupt. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, there's a fair a fair level of stupidity going on here, and I think that's that's uh, quite evident. The thing that gets mm-hmm. me though is like you kind of have to wonder how how widespread this kind of thing is. Like, does it is it just limited to to college admissions, uh, you know, departments? Does it does it also is it also um, happen in say? I mean, obviously, it happens in college uh, athletics, right, where people get paid to to play, and and they're not supposed to get paid. Um, what other? I'm I'm just trying to think of what other. Um, it probably happens in like you know in the political world where people get money under the table, right? Sure. Um, For lobbying all and all the time. that. Yeah. So well, even beyond lobbying, but yeah, I just feel like well, it's lobbying. Uh, it just sort yeah. of. It, yeah. It just sort of, yeah, and it it just sort of makes me you know it's just more proof that that this culture and society that we live in is just generally well, corrupt. It, did, Ed got money Ed got money for writing a letter. Ale- allegedly he just wrote a letter. I mean, what's what's the difference between that and what these people were doing? At least these people were paying some something for it, you know what I'm saying? I don't disagree. I think the whole the whole <laughs> the whole process is is strange. It it doesn't really lead to to what you would expect out of uh, you know the the uh, the finished product of, of a college is supposed to be, uh, you know, people who are, are qualified to do work, I suppose, and and I don't know what what Whoa. sort of value you're getting when 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 you yeah when you're wait guys take a break for a second I your audio is all messed up hold on my audio uh, I don't know what to do <laughs> no, that's okay take your time man we can we can edit this out. Hold on, let me Do, let me try to. Um, I'll disconnect and I'll join back. Okay. Okay. I mean, Bob, can you hear me? Okay. I can. Yeah. Okay. Man, I had some Pittsburgh. I had Pittsburgh first half and Pittsburgh game. Mm. They were up six at half, down eleven yeah. now. I thought about going to Pittsburgh uh, first half today, and I just, uh, for whatever reason, didn't pull the trigger. <laughs> and then I had Vandy as well. Uh, oh yeah, that, I've got all the Vanderbilt. There we go. That looks awful. Yeah. That looks horrible. Hey guys, did you reboot your I just, your, your headset? Yeah, it, it it was like you guys were speaking a robotic language that I did not understand. I think Bob was waiting for me to erupt on him. I think it was based on his face. I, I was. I was. So did, did, okay, so you asked what the difference was between me writing a letter and getting money versus what these people did. Is that what the question is? Yes, that's the question. So one involves fraud and misrepresentation. The other one involves me stating that I really would like to go to St. Norbert and my dad went there and he was in the seminary and is there any assistance they could provide and they chose to provide me with assistance. <laughs> you know, but I mean, there's some privilege involved with, with that uh, with that effort, just like there's privilege involved with having enough money to grease somebody's palm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
you're right. I think you're right. I'm, I'm lock me up and post the, post the bond at a million dollars. <laughs> I will contact the FBI tomorrow morning. Or are you saying thing. alternatively, no, I didn't do anything wrong, but neither did they. <laughs> well, I, I mean, honestly, that's my take on the whole situation. Like, what's the big deal here? I don't, I don't really understand why we're upset about this. Yeah. Mm. You just throw fraud oh, so you're out saying of the it's, it, it should just be legal for for <laughs> for people to commit risk. this type of activity to happen. <laughs> I don't see why not. <clears throat> I mean, what's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> you got the worst takes sometimes, you know. <laughs> I don't know what's worse, this one. I think this one is done in a little bit more bad faith than your um, defending the step back three. <laughs> I just don't see I it's not that I don't see a problem with it. I don't see how it's any different than the other stuff that we know goes on, like I said before, uh, greasing somebody's well, I think that's also wrong, Bob. Before. I don't think anybody's saying that that's right. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. I'm just saying why I don't know. It, just, it doesn't seem necessary. When okay, so we're I've not doing I've got yeah. one more random basketball thing bounced around in my head here. That, that, <clears throat> excuse me. I came up in a, uh, a game I was just watching. When you're, when you're, uh, you know, say you get bumped to the floor in a, in a game, whether it's, I guess it could be any sport, whether it's basketball, any team sport, you know, basketball, football, whatever. When you're on the on the ground, do you do you look around expecting someone to, to come like give you a hand to pick you up, or or are you are you just instantly getting up on your own? What do you guys? What's your what's your guys's approach here? I need to think. Get about up that. on your own. I don't. Th- I feel like I can count on two hands the amount of times that I've let someone help me up off the floor. Did you did you do like the whole get up and like as they reach for you, kind of like swing your arm at them, like get away from me type thing? <laughs> yes, exactly. No. Exactly. To your teammate, right? I mean, Ed, do you remember the last time you maybe maybe this happens in rec ball where you get you know pushed to the floor I, and you're know, looking around? I I don't think that I would refuse necessarily to help. I just don't think that I expect it. Is that is that a fair answer? That's fine. Yeah, I just was surprised. Again, I think I was, it was this West Virginia game, and and the guy, uh, sorry, the guy I could name his name, but if I, but I don't know the guy's name, and he uh, on the floor, and he he just he like pops his hand up. Maybe the guy was already like on the way, and I just didn't see it in the camera. But he like he's on the ground and just like instantly pops his hand up, expecting someone to come <laughs> and just swoop him up from the ground. And I was just kind of you know, is that is that a thing? These, it's kind of like days a, where like a quarterback or a running back expecting to be helped up by his lineman or something like that in football. And I can see that you know because you're on the ground a lot sense. more, right? Well, that and, and and you're wearing pads and it's kind of awkward to get up maybe. Um, but in basketball, it just seems a little silly that you're expecting that. I I just don't know because I uh, I don't play enough basketball and in soccer. You well, know, when I'm on the ground, I just get up because no one really cares that I'm on the ground. But so this reminds me of uh, what was it? A comedians in car getting coffee with Seinfeld, and then with uh, it was a Larry David. That it was like the best part of that episode where it's kind of like how far away does somebody need to be that you don't hold the door open for them? Like oh sure, like how close do they need to be? Because then because I did this the other day where I felt like I probably held it open and I made the guy feel like he needed to kind of. Like whenever somebody is like walking and then they feel like they need to hustle, you probably were too far away that you needed to, you could have just let the door close and they could have gotten it themselves. Yeah, but isn't, 
aren't aren't, aren't all distances that uh, a hustle distance? Because if you're not like one step behind, you feel like you have to take that extra effort to go faster. I think if you could, so I don't I don't you, think you could take like two or three well placed strides. I think without hustling extra, and it would be a good distance. But like yeah. I think a guy was probably about twenty feet away from me, and he saw me open the door and he was walking. But then he really kind of hustled. And then the best part, I think, the best part was that that was the first door, and then there was like another couple feet, and then you had the inner door. So then he held the door open for me. <laughs> yeah, that's classic. I think I think there's a lot of variables, Ed. I think um, I think how fast the door closes is also another variable because if it's a really slow closing door, you don't want it to creak close just as just they, as get, they there get there. Then. Right, right. Um, so are you expecting then, like, how? Are you expected to know that as you're as you're getting close to like opening the door? Like, there's a lot that you got to think I, about when you're pulling open the door. There, I, I think you're feeling. You see what I'm doing? You're yeah, feeling right. how how tense the door is. If you've you got know? some tension there, you know that it's going to close slowly. So that means that you probably want to. Exactly. You're going to give some more distance there. I think exactly. I think that's fair. I think it's always funny. Yeah. It's a little awkward though, right when the person starts, like the like the shuffle with like the, the half walk, kind of like the half <laughs> yeah. smile on their face, like. Oh, I guess I better hurry up. <laughs> yes, exactly. Whenever that, whenever I'm walking into work and I and I envision that that coming, I either speed up or slow down, so that it, I try to avoid that that gap. <laughs> I, I picture you like somebody like you can tell like they're about to do it, and you kind of give them like a like the shake of your head and like the like the wave like I'm good, kind of like that you don't want to be helped up off the yeah, floor. I'm... I'm I'm also definitely the guy that will slow down if, there's, if I'm trailing somebody into the into the office. I will I will I will slow down to avoid that awkward. Yeah, but what if they still open it for you anyways, and they don't realize that you slowed down? But, but it would be That's like a real more awkward run. Yeah, I mean it's it would be like it's it's a it's a definitely it's a planned effort. Like once I get out of the car, if there's somebody within. Ten feet. I'm gonna just walk super slow. It's a good, you know, two hundred meter foot walk to the door at this point, so I can, I can really, you know, take my time. And I was gonna say, I'll take it a step further. I'll pretend that I forgot something in my car, and then turn place, around yeah. and be like, oh, you know what? I actually have it in my pocket. Uh, shoot! So then I turn around again, and I'm good. That's a great play. What, I've done that <laughs> so which of our group is most likely to chat somebody up as they hold the door open for them? And it's not just us three, but like I feel like Jaeger. I think we all. We all would, would. I mean, who doesn't? I, I don't know. I don't know. I could see I Zach keeping to himself. If I don't know the person? Yeah. Uh, probably not. I don't talk to people that I don't know, so you're right. I don't... That would be me who I would not talk to that person. Unless there was something interesting about what they were wearing or some other <laughs> thing happened. But, like, it would need to be pretty notable for me to say anything. I'm not just going to whip out a, you know, hey, how, how are the kids? <laughs> so, I don't know. so I'm, not, I'm not really sure what kind of conversation so you're expecting to, to you strike might, up here. You, you might be like, oh, nice blouse. I like that blouse today. It would need to be really striking for me to <laughs> say that, though. I like, I like to think that Sean would open the door and as somebody walks by and says, don't pay taxes. <laughs> I, yeah, I would definitely, I mean, I'd definitely ask the person how they're doing today. Defund the military. Kind of 